let me just say this, this confession. I wasn't going to come. I was not going to be here. And until my husband said, we're going to Herrenhut. And I said, okay. And he said he heard from the Lord that we're to go. Now, let me tell you this. We live closely. We're married, right? That's good. Yes, that's a good thing. It's God's idea. But let me just tell you this. How many of us are being stretched to a point in the body where if somebody says, I've heard from the Lord, it's one thing to say, I heard from the Lord, but what if my partner, the people that I'm in the same foxhole with, say, I heard from the Lord, do we have faith to believe that they heard from the Lord? Do we have that reciprocal honor that they too are hearing from the Lord God? And trust, believe me, I was being stretched. Not because I don't trust my husband, because he hears from the Lord. Very prophetic, very different from the way I hear things sometimes. But nevertheless, he hears from the Lord. And for us to collectively pick up what we, what we were doing, lay it aside and come make a journey to Herrenhut, now that I'm here, I'm like, of course we were supposed to be here. <laughs> so good. Okay, back to where, where was I? So when I heard the theme, so when we said yes, and Sue invited me to share, the first thing that came to my mind was this scripture from Acts 3.21. Live the premise. Peter is preaching, and it's a fiery message. And he's talking about the times of refreshing. He's talking about repentance. And he's talking about all that transpired up till that moment. It was a modim, right? And so he says, he's talking about Jesus. And he says, whom heaven must receive. I'm re reading from the Amplified Classic, which my tribal people have told me is the women's version of the Bible. <laughs> because it's so wordy. Right. <laughs> Whom heaven must receive and retain. I want you to hold on to that. And retain until the time for the complete restoration of all that God spoke by the mouth of all his holy prophets for ages past, from the most ancient time in the memory of man. Gentile nations or the ethnos are defined around family or blood. There are, what if I told you that he's referring to the prophets of old that we know of, that we read about in the Bible. But what if I were to tell you that out of every tribe, language, and tongue, there are the ancient prophecies of our people. Many of our people, pre-Bible, understood and they knew and they heard that there would be a message coming that would bring the fulfillment of what they already had in their presence. The same creator that we are in relationship with is the same creator that they knew and walked with. In many of our tribes, there are values that the Father handed to our people to walk in. I've shared those before here. And so there is an awakening in the root people, the host people, the first people, the indigenous people. It's all the same people. The root people. We're talking about the root. 
the tree of life, right? And the root people of any given lands. There is an awakening taking place. There is light on that root. And the systems, the root systems that are still living this day. And when that root system begins to heal, come on. We are having a, system, a whole group of people that will arise with health, with wholeness, to see the fulfillment of all that the Father spoke through the prophets, the holy prophets, and yes, those in the ancient lands and languages. I love what Dean said earlier in one of his messages. He said, what was it? that the enemy saw that he used leverage against you. He was talking to Germany, I believe. I had that same day, I said that to somebody. I went the same day or the day before, I said that. What was it that, the, that Lucifer understood in God's principles of firsts? What was it that he knew that if he could defile the first people, he would alienate them for a time from the heart of the Father, through Jesus, to alienate them from Jesus Christ. We see this taking place in the first people of all first people, the Jewish people. There is an alienation of who they know of to be Messiah. So we declare today an acknowledgement from the root people, from the Jewish root, Father, that there would be a revelation, that there would be an acknowledgement that Yeshua HaMashiach has come in our midst. Yes. And what was it about that he used that leverage to corrupt the seeds of every nation? Where he used doctrines of man to alienate us from the fullness it was a prophetic word that the Father gave me in 2017. Hear this. There's a sound that's going forth, and I read this over my First Nations people in Turtle Island. But I want to declare this over every indigenous people group. The sound that's going forth is shaking the very ground that was used to bury our people. A bride will come forth armed with her beloved's weapon. These weapons are not as we think, but rather a word crafted to crush the enemy under her feet. The word himself, think John 1, coming alive in the native bride. She will look to him and be radiant. The very acts used to shame and humiliate her will be her greatest weapon to undermine the accuser. She will be victorious, and I want to declare she is victorious because of the fires that have forged her and tested her. She carries with her the power of the overcomer. She has nothing to lose. Because the enemy thought he destroyed her. The native bride, I want to say, the tribes of the earth will follow the lamb. And the lamb will receive the full reward of his suffering. Amen. 
There's a rumble in the earth. The indigenous lands are rumbling. When we launched the indigenous watch, this is what I heard in the spirit. The rumble, there is a rumble across every indigenous territory. I believe we are in a time of acceleration. The first people arising, Zechariah. We talk about the two olive trees, but the first verse of that chapter talks about, he says, and then the angel of the Lord awakened me like a man awakened out of sleep. And this angel taps him and says, what do you see? So I want to say to you, watchmen, what do you see? What do you see? What is it that you are seeing today that you will declare to your nations? What is it that you are seeing from the summit that you will declare and you will pray and you will decree over your nation? The former decrees that will no longer be the decree of the day, but the new decree that will set a new order in your nations and in your king and in your people groups. When there is indigenous people awakening, this is true among Iranians as well, the Persians, and all of a sudden their eyesight is opened. Guess where they're looking? Guess who they're looking at? They look to the Jews. It's amazing to me. It's a beautiful scenario of the end times where the tribes of the earth awaken and they face east. Where's east? This way? Amongst our people, and I'm not talking about, believe, uh, about the church or the ecclesia, there's are people that will face east and begin to pray every morning. Even those that we think of as secular or traditionals. Every powwow that you see, powwows are celebrations, dances, and ceremonies. The doorway into that sacred circle will always face east. What is it about every tribe that faces east? that acknowledges where dawn arises. But I believe it's deeper than that. I believe they're looking to the centrality of who we are as people, the Jewish people. I believe that these ones, as they awaken, they're not awakening just to wake up. They're awakening for purpose. They're awakening to run with the end time story of who the Father says we are as people and the remnant. I recall sitting with a team of leaders, you might say heads of state in Israel. You were there, I believe. And we were, there was, it was not a conference, it was just a convening of indigenous peoples from all over the world with the Messianic Jewish people. And we were told specifically that we were there to stand with our elder brother. The tribes looked to Israel as our elder brother. They are the first. This is the culmination of what the Father intended. It's his principle. It's not ours. It's his principle. And as the nations awaken, the ethnos awaken, they are immediately set on a trajectory to see the nations of the earth come into, the, into their rightful role. And 
Israel at the head. And I remember one of the papas from the South Pacific Islands. He is now in the Eternals. And I remember he said, this was in 2018, he said, he's speaking to the Jewish, Messianic Jewish people, and he said, take your place at the table. Take your place at your position, the head of the table. If you don't, the rest of the brothers will not know where to sit. That's a huge statement. But I believe it's God's end time scenario where the Jewish people begin to take their rightful role. And there's a lot that we could talk about that. And I remember the Messianic Jewish people stood up. I believe it was one of the Berger brothers, Benjamin Berger maybe, and Avi Mizraki. They said, we can't do it without you. Me, we, us. They're recognizing that though they are first, they need the rest of the believing remnant to come and stand with them in partnership. In the words of my co-leader, Mary Karaka, she said, we have been disconnected, though we have been disconnected. We're not disinherited. Can I tell you that even those who are not yet one in Yeshua, if God has placed eternity in the heart of mankind, that eternity is brooding. And even as he broods over the waters of who we are, what is the percentage of our bodies that is fluid? Yes, he's brooding over the waters of our lands. Indigenous people understand we're taking lands, we have to take this land first. This land. And the waters within our lands, he's brooding. Come on. He's brooding. So when they come to the place of awakening, they step into their role to begin to pray for Jerusalem, to begin to pray for the tribes that are first. It's just instinctive. Now let me say this, and I have said this, this is just something that I've said. If once our people, we know the history of our people and the pain that many of our indigenous people have walked through. But amongst my own First Nations people, I always say this, and this came in the context of just building that place and cultivating that place of prayer in the house of prayer that I steward. Jesus is tribal. <laughs> He's a tribal man. And I know when you're in family can have disputes but let, some, let an outsider say something about your family, even over the very subject that you just disputed about. All of a sudden, there's a united front to stand as family. Amen. Come on, That's we're right. human. Isn't that what we do? Yeah. 
So in that school of thought, I know that once the blinders come off my people, and all of a sudden Jesus is their brother, that Jesus was despised and even killed as a tribal man, I know how quickly they would align with him that he was marginalized in every way that we have been, that he went to the point of death to say, my first responsibility as the first nation of all first nations is to lay down my life for you. What a gift. And so we declare over every first nations family, over the tribes of the earth. We declare that the blinders are coming off. The blinders are removed. Every doctrine of man that alienated a people from the fullness of Yeshua because it has become a stumbling block. Amongst my own people, the name of Jesus was used to kill my people. And in that same name, they're required to remove who they are and do away with their culture to come into the present, to be family with Jesus. It's a conflicting message. I believe the same is true for the Jewish people. And so I declare today that the sound of the blood of Jesus, the laid down life of Jesus, and there is a sound in that blood. There is a sound that resonates into every indigenous people, lands, and, and groups. When that blood fell on the soil, what happened? There was a quaking that took place. And when the sound of that blood hit the soil of the land, it ripped, it tore the veil that alienated a people from his presence. And so we declare today, every alienation of every tribe language and tongue the sound of the blood is still mercy we call forth the tribes of the earth into that place of mercy and relationship for the glory of the father the son and the holy spirit our faith in yeshua confirms his attributes within our cultures. We're not heathen. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but we're not. We are, we've been created in the very image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And our culture the activation and the acceleration that I'm talking about, our culture informs, becomes, provides the information to confirm and affirm our faith in Yeshua. This is what we're finding as indigenous people, those who are one in Yeshua. The value systems of our people those things that we long knew to be the values of our people groups become 
the affirmations. Wow, this is that, and this is that. But until a people's eyes are opened, they don't see, because there's a place of hurt and pain and bitterness. And we might say, they just need to get saved. I believe we heard this week earlier, that was never the point, right? That's not the end. It's the beginning. Yes, salvation. Do we need Jesus? Desperately. We need Jesus. And we need that place of being unlocked into the very purpose for which he created us. As first peoples on the earth. Father, we thank you for the stirring up in the rumble that is in the earth today. As awakened sons of glory, looking to the centrality of who we are as people groups, we look to Mount Zion. Psalm 84, we've quoted it many times, but there's a place in that chapter that talks about we pass through the valley of weeping, the valley of Baca. And during the time of COVID, I was praying with Canada, which is where I was born. By the way, I'm a citizen of Turtle Island. That's why this is here. Turtle Island and many of our tribes in North America, there's legends, stories that, talk, that reveal the creation story amongst our tribes. And it talks of, speaks of the flood. It speaks of the rebellion, right? And it is said, I'm giving you the short version, it is said that our land was built on the back of a turtle because it took a little muskrat and te very teeter paws, and he was the one that could only withstand the depths of the sea to go gather enough mud to begin to create the land on the back of a turtle. And that's the creation story of our people. So many of our people groups in Turtle Island, across Turtle Island, refer to America, North America, as Turtle Island. And so that's why this is here. And I brought this, just as a side note, it was presented to me as a gift from All Tribe. A, a, an organ I served as All Tribe on the team. And when they presented it to me, because they know I pray and I carry Turtle Island in my heart. And you'll see the feathers of honor and the turtles. But what struck me was the fire fringes. There is a fire coming that will consume the nations of the earth, that will burn away everything that is not right. There is a fire that is cleansing nations even now. Even in the company Gideon's army, we talk about the Gideon's army being pared down to where we are no longer relying on the power of man to do what we need to do but to hear succinctly and clearly from the Father and to begin to declare what he is saying in the fire of the living Christ, alive in every heart and every mankind that will begin to walk out the end-time purposes of his heart. We're on a pilgrimage. And passing through the valley of Baca, as I was going to say, I was praying for Canada, praying with Canada. And the Holy Spirit said to me, there's a reason why we pass through. 
reason why it says that. Because many times in our traumas, we talked about the clock, the time that has stopped. Many times we will camp where we've been stopped in our timeline. But we're not meant to camp in the valley of weeping. That's right. We're meant to pass through. That's right. It doesn't mean that we disavow the wrongs that were committed against us. It just means that we pass through. Until we come before God in Zion. Come on, this is the heart of every individual in this room. Can we stand up? <clears throat> Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you that you bring us thus far. And that you, will, you are advancing a people to see the glory of your son. Unveiled in every indigenous people group. Every territory, every land, every tribe, and every tongue. Father, we thank you that today, let me just say this, the reconciliation that we see in Joseph's family. We talk a lot about reconciliation. In fact, we've done pieces of it here this week. is powerful. But I want to submit this to you. Don't just reconcile to go on and do what we've always done. We reconcile to partner on the earth. Even as John is my Barack, yes, he's my husband, but we're talking about genders, we're talking about our functions. Reconciling looks like something. It has to flow into a place of partnership. I hope what I shared today with you, for the indigenous people have said on the watch, why are we praying for indigenous people? They're integral to the fulfillment of what the Father has promised. The picture of retaining Yeshua in heaven. Heaven received him. We know this. But it's now retaining him. It is holding him back. Could you imagine the velocity of what of the prayers of the saints on the earth? crying for the hastening of this one to return but heaven must wait until the completion and the fulfillment of every promise and every prophetic word because he has known the end from the beginning before the foundations of the earth and he says my counsel and my purpose will stand so i hope i've given you a snapshot of why it's important to pray for every indigenous people group. Come on, you guys. Let's link arms. Because partnership looks like this. John, come on. Partnership looks like this. We stand shoulder to shoulder. We stand shoulder to shoulder. Those of you that have heard me on the watches talk about he talks about when the decade of pay began. He gave me the scripture where he says, then I will give them a new language, cleansing their impure speech. I'm paraphrasing badly. And he says, and I will give them a united shoulder, bearing the yoke of the Lord. And so across the global watch, we declare that this is a time where we will reconcile, not for the sake of reconciliation, but that we will run together. The purposes of God 
the end time harvest. Father, to see the fulfillment of all you declared through your holy prophets. To see every tribe, every language, every tongue come forth whole in Yeshua's name.